The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the near-undefeated 1905 season of the Navy midshipmen. Now, Navy's first season was back in 1879. See, Navy is the third oldest Division I school. They're tied with Michigan, behind only Rutgers and Northwestern. And while this long-standing program has produced a national championship and two Heisman winners, the third oldest Division I program has produced a limited number of undefeated seasons. In total, Navy has fielded four undefeated seasons, but of the four, in 1879, their first season was a one-game season where they played to a scoreless tie. Then the next season they played was actually three years later, 1882, also a one-game season and they won the game to go 1-0. So in reality, Navy has fielded two true undefeated seasons, the 1910 season where they went 8-0-1, and the 1926 season, that was their national championship season where they went 9-0-1. So this is why the 1905 season, in one of the toughest seasons college football has ever seen played, Navy must feel that this is the one that, well, got away. The one season, the one game, the one play that just got away from them. See, it was one ordinary play that kept the midshipmen from an undefeated season. Uh, This is the story of the near-perfect 1905 season of the Navy midshipmen and the one that got away. The 1905 season, it was memorable, I'll tell you that. It marked the end of Michigan's reign. I mean, fielding Yost's team did not lose from the day he set foot on campus to the final game of the 1905 season on a safety to Amos Alonjo stag Chicago Maroons in the fourth quarter of that final game. Stanford was 8-0 that season, but Michigan had defeated them so thoroughly four years early in the Rose Bowl, no one really took notice. Chicago that season finished 11-0. Yale finished 10-0. Penn, well, they posted a 12-0-1 record. And then there was Swarthmore, who finished 8-1, but it's only lost was to that undefeated Penn team that we just discussed in a game that we will discuss in a moment. And you're thinking, okay, well, you know, what what about Navy? Come on, Jay. What about Navy? This is a podcast about Navy. You're right. This podcast is about Navy and the 1905 season, the season that got away. The season started on October 7th, 1905, and Navy shut out VMI 34 to nothing. In the second game of the season, they shut out St. John's 29 to nothing. Then they shut out Dickinson, 6 to nothing. They shut out Western Maryland, 29 to nothing. They shut out North Carolina, 38 to nothing. And then they shut out Maryland, 17 to nothing. 
Navy had just started the 1905 season, utterly dominating, going 6-0, and recording six shutouts along the way, outscoring their opponents by a score of 153-0. to So on week seven, they were off to play Swarthmore. Remember Swarthmore? Swarthmore's only loss that season in 1905, their only defeat, was on opening day, and it was a brutal loss to Penn, the same Penn team that would go on and won an undefeated season that year. So on October 7th, what happened was Swarthmore lost to Penn in this really violent game, 11-4. to Their star player, which we'll come back to in a moment, his name was Robert Maxwell, was blocked all game long by three Penn linemen. His nose was broken, eyes were swollen, near about shut, face covered with blood. Maxwell was so bloody and swollen, he could barely see, but he kept playing. And according to the legend, no one knows if this is true, because I haven't found the photo, but supposedly a photo of him was taken to President Theodore Roosevelt that showed his face, and the president threatened to do away with football altogether, because in 1905, there were so many deaths on the field. Uh, back to Swarthmore. Just who was Swarthmore? Well, the Swarthmore Garnet Tide, as they were known back then, would go on to win every other game that season. And they were a huge team. Four of the Garnet Tide weighed over 200 pounds. Now think about that. Back then, there was no offense and defensive teams. So the fortunes of a team rode mostly on the starting 11. Four of those starting 11 rode, weighed over 200 pounds. Huge back then. And Swarthmore's starting 11, this giant team, had this one player, Robert Maxwell, the one we just talked about, who got beat around by Penn in that game. Maxwell was a giant of his times, 240 pounds. And it is he who that namesake for the Maxwell Award is named after, the Maxwell Award given annually to college football's best player. And it is this giant of a Swarthmore team that our undefeated 6-0 Navy team faced on October 28th, 1905. Now, for the game itself, undefeated Navy went against powerhouse Swarthmore. We got that. But before we start, let's recall back in those days. Back in those days, there were two 20-minute halves. Back in those days, touchdowns were five points. Extra points were one point. And back in those days, the newspapers referred to Navy as Annapolis. Now, here is the game that the 1905 season turned on. Here is the moment when the season got away from them. Navy was undefeated, yes, but they were much smaller than Swarthmore. So going into that game, Navy knew they had to rely on speed. Swarthmore, again, had four of their starting 11 that weighed over 200 pounds. Navy? They didn't have a single player within, within 20 pounds of that. Their largest player was 180. So in the first half, Swarthmore scored first. It, helped, it happened this way. The midshipmen received the opening kickoff, but they couldn't gain any yards, so they punted, and Swarthmore took over at their own 35-yard line. Now, Swarthmore, using these much larger backs as battering rams to fend off the Navy defenders, drove methodically downfield on runs, the runs that spanned from two up to six yards, and eventually the drive culminated with a three-yard touchdown plunge into the end zone. Now, here's the key. Swarthmore was up five to nothing. Their quarterback, Prowell, made the extra point, and now they led six to nothing. Again, back then, touchdowns were five points. Now, Annapolis had the ball only twice during the first half of the game, and both times they were forced to punt. They'd never even got a first down. But toward the end of the first half, Swatchmore did march to the Navy's 35-yard line, 
but they missed the drop kick in the half ended. Swarthmore six, Navy zero. Well, about 13 minutes into the second half, and again, halves were 20 minutes back then, so there was about seven minutes remaining. Navy got the ball, and they tried for a drop kick. And Swarthmore blocked it, but the ball kind of propelled forward, and Navy picked it up. And they ended up driving in for a touchdown, and now the game was 6-5. to five. So the teams lined up for the extra point, and it was then that the Navy quarterback, his name was Norton, mixed the extra point. The extra point sailed wide, and the score remained 6-5. to five. Well, Swarthmore got the ball back and, and ran out the clock is what they did. The newspapers went nuts. Here is a, just a clipping. Navy is defeated. Swarthmore's heavy team wins by a score of 6-5. to five. Norton fails to kick the goal. Therefore, the Middies lose their first game of the season. They are greatly outweighed. That's right from the paper. Oh, wait ended up happening is that Navy then in the next four games went on to win. Navy went on to beat number 23 Penn State 11 to 5. Again, touchdowns back then were five points. They shut out both Bucknell and Virginia 34 to nothing and 22 to nothing. And then they defeated a previously undefeated number 12 VPI, and now the Virginia Tech, 12 to 6, as they allowed only their fourth score all season. In the very last game of the season, Navy and Army battled to a 6-6 tie. So Navy finished the season 10 wins, one loss, one tie, registering eight shutouts in 12 games, outscoring teams by a combined 243-23. to 23. But, 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 that one missed extra point for the Navy midshipmen prevented the undefeated season. So there you have it, the 1905 season for the Navy midshipmen. In one of the toughest seasons ever played that college football ever witnessed on the gridiron field. Navy was oh so close to that undefeated season. One must feel like this was the one, the one season, the one game, the one play, the one extra point that got away from them. The one that got away. This was the story of the near perfect 1905 season for the Navy midshipmen. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.